Hi, this is Amory Fox, and you're listening to my podcast on your terms, where I talk to people from all walks of life who have made amazing changes in their careers to live life on their own terms. I'll be giving away loads of career advice, including self-branding, interviews, CV tips along the way. If you enjoy listening to these amazing stories, please subscribe for free to my podcast. Hi, welcome back to On Your Terms. Today, my guest is a beautiful lady, Ginny O'Toole, who runs Hot Yoga Nuri. I'm so excited to chat to you today, Jenny, about your journey in setting up your own business, uh, the reasons behind it, and the decisions you made to get there. So thanks very much, Jenny, for being my guest today, and welcome. Oh, thanks, Emery. It's my privilege and pleasure to be on here with you. Um, such a treat. I was, I'm excited to share my little story with you. Thanks so much. Looking forward to it. So maybe tell me a little bit about who Jenny is and where you are at the moment with the Hot Yoga Nuri. Oh, great. So I am here in Hot Yoga Nuri in the studio and uh, we set the studio up about five, just over five years ago. Um, I discovered Hot Yoga Oof, about 12 years ago, I'd say. Um, I'd initially done it. I was living in America and I initially done it there. My mom came over on holidays. My husband had been doing it for about a year before it. And he was like, I think you'd like this. Um, I had never been consistent with much exercise. I used to kind of join a gym and try the ladies fad and then go again. Yeah. And then I came into the hot yoga and I just was like, wow, I love this. Yeah. Not being yeah. Ne- ever naturally flexible or anything. So it just was, it wasn't, it's not that idea that you have to be flexible to do it and I'm living proof of that oh, wow. um, just really yeah really felt yeah. good and and from from practicing it yourself then to setting up your own studio how did that come about um I think once I started doing the yoga consistently I was like I'd really love to be a teacher in this okay. um, I felt that I at the time Maeve and Davin my two children were really young like babies like Davin was like one-ish and Maeve was three when I started practicing consistently and I felt the benefits immediately. Like I just felt so much calmer. I had think I was quite flighty and bad tempered at times. And I think as a young mom, it really helped me kind of be a little bit more centered and to have that time for myself as well to kind of learn to put on my oxygen mask first and then take care of myself. And then I was able yeah. to take care of them and everybody else in my life. And so I went to do the teacher training, which was a challenge. It was in LA for nine weeks. So mm-hmm. I left my small kiddings and took off across the I was in Boston so I went to we went to I went to LA and um it was a life-changing experience for me um challenging definitely yeah yeah. and then I just said I really want to do this I really want to open up a studio okay and were you still living in Boston at that stage after finishing the teacher training yes we were yeah I was living in Boston and we stayed in Boston for five years after and I feel very fortunate I was mentored by some amazing teachers in Boston that really helped me on my journey um, to share this uh, very much a healing yoga. I think sometimes it got a bad enough reputation along the way that it was, you know, uh, very much like a narcissistic like Bikram himself and, and it didn't get a great rep. But yeah. I feel that I taught, I teach it from a love, from a place of caring. And um, anybody that comes into the room here, I just want to help them to live a better great. life. Great. Yeah, so we yeah, we moved back then to set it up. To set it up for a play to you. And that's over five years ago now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we, we moved back home and, um, we moved up to here to just to, to outside Newry and we decided we'd give it a chance. Great. Try. That's brilliant. So. And Jenny, what were you doing before this or what, um, 
what, what was your job or your career before you went down into the hot yoga side of things? Oh, well, yeah. So I never really was in fitness. I was never an athlete or anything like that in school. Yeah. Um, I always did. So I, when I finished in do my living cert, I did two years in the RTC in Stodger and yeah. then I went on to do secretarial studies. So um, I was always working in an office. And I think I, years beforehand, I had worked in Starbucks coffee shop and I was over on like a holiday or an extended holiday in San Francisco. And I loved interacting with people. Right. And I just felt like this was, a re- it was probably one of my most favorite jobs prior to teaching yoga. And then I started working in offices and I never really stuck in an office yeah. for very long. Okay. Um, I always felt there was something missing. Yeah. So I kind of, I, I think I, I, my CV was very hopping back and over. Like I remember going for one interview in a job going, you didn't stay very long in your last couple of jobs. And why is that? And usually I kind of got bored. I felt I needed more of a challenge. And um, it just, I think maybe for me, just I needed to see more people. I needed to interact okay. with people. I definitely yeah. feel it suited me well. So, yeah. so it wasn't hitting the mark, the jobs that you were having at the time? No. No, Definitely okay. <laughs> so when, when, you, when you decided then to do the uh, yoga teaching, was it always a goal that you would open up your own studio? I think it was. I think once I decided I want to be a teacher, um, I just felt I wanted to share this with as many people as possible. And I really kind of felt that for me to do that, it would, I'd have to be on my own terms and kind of open it up myself. Great. Uh, yeah, so I definitely had that goal, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. That's fantastic. And if you were looking back at um, your younger self, what advice would you have given yourself? When I was working in offices and everything like that? Yeah, or even, yeah, as I suppose, firstly, you know, yeah, when you were younger in school and all of that, would you have changed anything or given yourself advice to do something different at that stage? Yes, I definitely would. I think I was really caught up in what you thought you were supposed to do. Um, with what society and ticks in that box Um, like yoga would have been probably the last I wouldn't have even been entered into my head to do something like that yeah Um, but I I think I was always feeling like you had to work in a sensible job you know I think we were just coming out of that era of the permanent pensionable job like I know I definitely heard that in my household absolutely (laughs) permanent pensionable job yeah I just feel that to kind of tap into myself I would have said you know take a chance you don't have to stay in something that you're not happy with and rather than you know just having that paycheck because the money is not going to make you happy so it has to come kind of more from within so I really feel that that's what I would tell myself not to take it too seriously and to have some fun along the way which I'm still trying to do so good on you and do you remember when you were young what you thought you might be when you grew up or did you ever have any aspirations to be anything I think, I think when I was younger, maybe in secondary school, I was like kind of gone that down that road of maybe I should be an accountant or something serious okay. and positive for me. And then yeah. um, I know then when I went to go to study it, I, it wasn't really in my area of expertise. It wasn't something that I was all that interested in. Okay. And I think I was just probably maybe looking to see what other people were doing and rather than what I wanted to do myself. Yeah. So that's, I suppose, how you eventually found your yoga and it did appeal to you. It was something that you really wanted to do yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. And would you change anything? Do you wish you had done it sooner? No, not at no. All. No, I think no. I was I think I was ready for me at that time. Um I wouldn't change anything in my journey. I mean, I 
when I was in Boston having fun working in different jobs. That's where I met my husband and that's where oh, we great. had a great time. So yeah. Yeah, I would never want to change anything at all. Yeah, so. love that. And going forward then, Jenny, with um, your hot yoga Nuri, what are your goals for over the next few years? And I know I suppose this year it's probably been a bit different to many other years with the lockdown and closing the studio for a couple of months looking forward maybe into next year what are you hoping or what would your goals be um it's funny because I was talking about that with some of my girls that teach here they just only last week and I think right now we realize that the benefits of physical activity exercise yoga really helps your mental health yeah and so my goal would be to put on more classes to share it with as many people as possible um i have been like it's been a challenge the last couple of months i have done things that i never thought i would do like i did online classes i did recordings videos there's a few up on the website like we talk about stretching the 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 out of your comfort zone muscle all the time Um, which is always really really good and i always kind of try to put myself in situations where i am constantly learning so I'm hoping just to, to put on lots of classes and um, help as many people as I can to Brilliant. good in their lives. Yeah. yeah, love it. That's fantastic. You, you come across very, very happy. And I'm just wondering, do you know what makes you happy generally, Jenny? Um, I, lo- I think what has really helped me in the last couple of years is that along with the yoga, um, and I know that that really helps your mood and it helps me feel kind of more connected I've discovered meditation, which I find really helps us, helps me to stay present and mindfulness. So a happiness is great, but I also know that it comes and goes. So I think the acceptance of not attaching happiness to a figure of money or to a life ambition of a new kitchen or something like that, like I think yeah. your happiness comes in the moment. So it really has helped me to realize that it, it's the non-attachment to things, the impermanence and definitely over the last couple of months, I think that has helped us. So it's like, I'm happy when I'm meditating. I'm happy when I'm taking my dog for a walk. I'm happy when I spend time with my kids or making a nice yeah. dinner. It's like, it's not rather than attaching it to a figure or yes. to something external. It's more yeah. internal. Yeah. I love that. And I love the way you said, you know, happiness comes and goes. So just to, to go with that as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because I think we, we can spend so much of our time trying to attach happiness to external values and it really is it's just it's the impermanence of it all yeah yeah absolutely no and I that comes across in a lot of people that I talk to that they're always looking for something and they feel if they get something then they will be happy yes that's not really you know you have to live in the moment and have to be happy with what you have that's definitely something do you have anyone that inspires you Jenny or did anyone inspire you growing up well I have to say Larry my dad uh, yeah, um, and Angela don't get mad if you hear this <laughs> but yeah. Angela's amazing too but Larry didn't start his transport company till he's in his 40s and so for me coming back from America I was 40 41 I think and I yeah. was like going well if he can do it then I can do it so there's no age limit and I really felt that um that was kind of an inspiration for me because I think we always think that we can you have to do things when you're younger and you have to have it a certain goal or a certain time frame and Seeing that he started the transport company with Lawrence in, in his, when he was in his 40s, I was like, well, then I can do this. Great. So, yeah. 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 So that was definitely an inspiration for me. He's, yeah. he's happy as Larry and he's doing my stuff. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like there is no age limit. You can do whatever, no. you know, set up your own company whenever. Brilliant. That's yeah. great. And what about books? Do you read books or would you have any oh, recommendation? Constantly. Really? Yeah. yeah. Actually, talking about the, um, the happiness, um, 
I read a book called The Happiness Advantage a couple of years ago by Sean Acor, A-C-H-O-R. Yeah. And um, it really, I felt it really helped because he talks about happiness as in that it's that it comes and goes and just he's a lot of little tips like you know your meditation your exercise like you can get that endorphin boost through exercise even for something simpler you know like for 15 minute walk or fresh air okay. and also um just by sending like a nice little email to somebody so yeah. it's, it was it really helped me because i think it like that we we attach so much to happiness externally and he's like we it would just help to explain it really well um i also read recently a book called rework um i'm not sure the name of the guy that wrote it but it kind of talks about working smarter not harder yeah and turns the whole idea of like a 60 hour week on its head and i really like that idea too so there are two that I, but i'm always reading <laughs> yeah yeah really good i like the sound of those two books they're they're fantastic so i suppose just wondering or listening to you and, and what you've done over the last number of years what advice or would you have a any advice you could give our listeners if they're looking to make a change, whether it's, you know, set up a new company or maybe be happier in their life, what advice would you give them? I would definitely say to take a chance. We have one life and you have to live it. And it's not about um, pleasing other people. It's about pleasing yourself. So once you find something that you enjoy, I would go grasp it, roll up your sleeves and give it a try because there's no, you know, there's no rehearsal. So um, we just have to, I would go, go for it. Definitely. Oh, brilliant. I love it. It's what you've done. It's great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, Jenny, could I ask you then, are, do you feel like you're living life on your own terms? I do. I do. I love what I do. I love to spend people. I love to, I love to feed, leave, see people leaving here and they feel better. And like, that's just, it's so rewarding when I get a little text going, you know, that really helped me. It might have helped my back. It might have helped my mood to stay with my kids and my husband. Or, you know, it's just, it's those little feedback that you get from people that just makes it so good. And I do, I love, love what I do here. Lovely, lovely. That's brilliant. That's fantastic. I just want to say thank you so much. It's absolutely been brilliant to chat to you. And I do wish you all the success in the future. And um, hopefully you'll have, you'll be back up and running again soon when uh, all the COVID situation is over. Yes, yes. So, thank you so much. It's a pleasure, Emery. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you take away some positive steps from it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe for free and tell your friends. If there is anyone's story that you would love to hear, please message me and I'll do my best to interview them. Thanks for listening and for living life on your own terms.